Good morning everybody, this is Steve and this is the Football Stadium Prince podcast and I've done it again, I've said good morning when you could be listening to this at any point. One day, one day I'll remember not to say it. Anyway, here's a little Pac-Man jingle. So, today... What am I working on today? I'm going to be doing another fine line t-shirt for Wrexham. Why not do Wrexham? They're in the news for some reason. I know why they're in the news. Um, But quickly before I get... I've got three good questions from people. From Louis Markham, Wildlife Garden, Gardening and Margot Swift. But before I get into them... I need to do a quick little bit of housekeeping. And I should have just quickly jotted those things down that I need to talk about because <laughs> as soon as I've started hit this record button, they've all gone out my head. So what are they? Um, oh, if you've signed up to Patreon, thank you very much. You're now in a draw to win a monthly um, page from my sketchbook, where all the football stadium prints start. Um, Thank you very much for signing up. Um, Also on Patreon, I'm going to try and... I I haven't figured it out yet, but I'm going to... I am going to try to keep these podcasts up and make them available to Patreon subscribers first and then release them to everybody. But as it stands at the moment, uh, how to do that completely eludes eludes me. Eludes me? Yeah, I think that's right. It eludes eludes me. I can't figure out how to do it. But I will figure it out. Um, But in the meantime, everyone's getting them at the same time. But then I think that should be a benefit if you've signed up. So that you'll get monthly draw podcast before everyone else and then all the other little bits and pieces so that's two um that sort of ties into the next one which was going to be if you do have a spare quid you can join the patreon and that would help me out no end like you say the i have to live i have to live i i live in this strange um, area where I need the website to look as prof- absolutely as professional as possible. One second, I haven't put my drawing glove on. Um, if you hear clicking and things going, that's just my mouse, that's my pen and all that. I am working as I am doing this one. I think this, I think this counts as a, a live podcast because I'm just recording it in one go. I'm not, I'm not um, starting and stopping. And there will be the odd bit that gets put in, like the jingle. I'll have to go back and put that in. But on the whole, it's just me hitting record and then start blethering. Um, I shouldn't have butted into myself there because now I've forgotten what I was saying. Oh yeah, the um, yeah, I need the website and everything to look absolutely spot on, professional as possible, give people who find it uh, trust 
so they, they they trust that it's all legit. It's of course it's all legit. It's all hundred percent legit. But if you've just stumbled across it, you're not um, you haven't found me via Twitter or anything like that, and know that it's just me working on it. There's no um, I have to try and make it look like it's a super duper big operation, I guess, to give that element of trust but at the end of the day it's not it's just it's just me it's just a one-man business it's still very obviously very small and although it feels it it's feels weird to ask for patreon stuff but it's uh, I wish I didn't have to I wish the website the website does okay it does great but there are still days where you're going please somebody buy something so with that in mind, I've always been thinking I've got to, got to make sure to diversify, got to diversify that portfolio, have as many options and things available. So, what were, yeah, so that was it. It was just to say, if you do have a spare quid, you fancy some extra little bonus stuff from me, um, I would very much appreciate it. I would be over the moon, delighted, in fact. If you could chuck it my way via the Patreon channel, that would be amazing. So, there we go. Patreon covered. Podcast covered. Christmas orders. I will get to these questions. I will. Stick around, please. Um, uh, Christmas orders. If you do want to order something from the website, please order early just to make sure you get stuff delivered this isn't just a it's i'm not just saying this as a you know as as you expect companies and whatnot to do but it really is i can't give any guarantees of delivery times especially obviously with covid and all that going on the the, the print works that do all the printing and issue all them they could end up having staffing issues so please just get in as early as you possibly can Fantastic. Right, are we ready to get on to the questions? What is the first one? The first one's from Louis Markham. And he was asking, If I had to be an inanimate object for a year, what would it be? Now, when he asked that, it was not long after Scotland had qualified for the Euros. And my gut was saying I want to be John McGinn's left or right boot. I'm not that fussed. Either one of them. But then I started thinking, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You've got to think a little bit more about the rules surrounding what he's saying. You're going to be an inanimate object. Now, I'm assuming he doesn't just mean you're going to be a lamp, you're sat there, and you can't sense anything, you can't see anything, you can't hear anything. So, otherwise, it doesn't really matter what you want to be. Be anything, because if you can't, at the very least, sense your surroundings, then there's, there's, no, there's no point. You'd be anything. So, I'm going to go with the assumption that you can at least... One second, I need to knock up the brightness a little bit on this. Um, 
I'm gonna go with it. The... That didn't make any difference at all. I'm gonna go with the assumption that when he says inanimate object, I'm a, I can at least sense my surroundings. So I can I'm aware of what's happening around me. That still doesn't seem to be enough for me. Again, just how frustrating would that be? You could sense that you were, I don't know, at a great party, but you couldn't be involved in any way, shape or form. You're an inanimate object, so you're never going to be involved. But um, So you, you could sense your existence at least. But I would also imagine that you really mean you can at least see what's going on. So you're there and you can see and if you can see you might as well be able to hear everything that's going on as well. Where does that thing go? It goes there like that and that goes there like that. Um, so you're an inanimate object. I'm guessing we, ca we can't move but we can we can hear and we can see everything that's around us. So my initial reaction was I'm going to be his boot. But which boot? I'm I'm not entirely sure if he's left a right-footed player. He, he seems so damn good. He's probably as good on both feet. But if I can see and he's hit the ball, say on his right foot and he's hit a shot. He's hit the ball. I can't see that happening. Well, I can see it close up. Then it's left my boot. Once you've hit the ball, that foot is then going to hit the deck. It's going to hit the deck first. His momentum's going to bring him forward. Which means his foot's still going to be in the deck while the other one's swinging forward. I'm not sure how much I'm going to see from absolute ground level. And that's, that's as ground level as you can get. So, I might have struck the ball, being the foot. I might very well have. It might very well have gone in. Although, not scored one in a wee while. Could have done one yesterday. Um, this is the nineteenth of November. So yesterday is when we played and got beat by Israel. Played Israel for like the what felt like the tenth time in three weeks. Um. So you struck the ball, foot's on the deck, I'm not really seeing anything, so I'm I'm counting that out. I'm not being his boot. Nah, don't wanna. Can't see enough, I'm not getting enough out of this arrangement for myself. So, his shirt, perfect. There we go. I'll be his top, because, and if I do have a, a place where my eyes so to speak will be they're going to be on the front let's stick them in the where the badge would be i'm seeing everything i'm seeing i can i can look down i can see the shot happening i'm gonna what happens to that roof there um does that come out like that yeah so he I can see the shot, it doesn't matter where, what foot he hits it with, I'm seeing it. It doesn't matter 
which foot then hits the deck and he's using I see oh I see the whole shebang so that's it it would be his his shirt whatever he's wearing that day hmm that's kind of bending the rules a wee bit because I'd have to shapeshift from his home shirt to his away shirt and whatnot but I'm in charge of these rules now so I'm going to say that that's going to be possible you I, I just I'm allowed it I'm moving from his home to his away shirt no problem that's 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 available that that power is available to me um so that's what I was thinking after what was it last Thursday I'm sticking with it but now I'm a bit worried not a bit worried it's just that's what happens after the defeat isn't it I'm, I'm not quite as excited about going to the Euros now as I was because uh, could get a bit panicky and I, I'm assuming we'd have at least we'd have at least a friendly before we go in but then with Covid who knows but yeah, we must we must have a friendly before going in because all these years we've played on the run up to tournaments. We've played teams that were going to tournaments. Um, so surely it's our turn. Must be. Um, so that's that. I think I'll stick with that. I'll stick with this with this shirt. I can see everything. I'm looking out the badge. If he does score, I'm part of all the hugs and all the celebrations when he does score. There we go. I can't think of anything else. Any other inanimate object I could think of is just would end up just be becoming too crude for a for this podcast. Which, although I have stuck uh, E for explicit on it, uh, that is there just in case that. No, she takes me, and I do feel the need to swear if something gets me particularly annoyed. There we go, Louis. Did that answer your question? Now, forgive me here. I just want to double check. I have hit record. I have fourteen minutes in to answer one one question. Not bad, right? What is up next? Wildlife gardening. Wildlife gardening. Hmm. Sounds like it might be a bit of a fun thing to be involved in. I was at a wetlands yesterday for my walk. Can't remember the name of it. What was it called? Something Farm Wetlands. Mill? No, it can't be Mill Farm. Um. It's in Enfield. Well, does it still does that still count as Enfield? Are we heading over towards Edmonton Green? I'm not sure. Um, but it was quite nice round there. Except the student dog shit. Just as I was leaving, to be fair, it was in this totally um obviously you never I haven't stood in dog shit in years. Um but luckily it was in the park so I could sort of clean it off. Anyway, I just saw a rat. I've got a photo of that. It was just hanging about a tree in a in a, this little foresty section of the um of the park where they had all these little 
not hobgoblins, that's not what they're called. Um, like th somebody had put together this sort of thing with fairies and um, sprites, is that what they call them? Um, and then just, just there, there was a rat. Happy as you like. But, so, uh, uh, wildlife gardening, what did they ask? Who's your favourite still game character? Short answer, it's Winston. And the short reason is because he introduced me. God, this one is going to be a sweary episode. It's just as well I put that um, explicit warning in. Um, and it's pretty much because of the line, what are you two doing out of your wanking chariot? Which I just, I'd never heard the phrase, call in your bed a wanking chariot before, and it split me sideways. <laughs> um, but then he's, all, he's, all, he's also got so many more amazing lines. He's brilliant. But, now, this is going to get a bit... Deeper about why I like them, and uh, excuse me if it sounds. I hope it doesn't come off as like, what are you on about, you knobend, pretentious? Jeez, so that's not what Winston's about. But I don't care. It's my podcast. This this is for me to sit here, and I've made a mistake on this. It's okay. Embrace the failure. It makes you stronger. Um, this is for me. It's for me to help. It's to let me keep the the. Oh, that's what I meant to do at the beginning of this podcast was to give an expl explanation about why it's here, what it's all about. Right, I'm gonna circle back to Winston and my my. Deep dive <laughs> into why I like them in a second. This podcast is here because I used to work at every job I've ever had. They've always been pretty sociable jobs, pretty um, in so pretty sociable environments. Shops, pubs, um. I worked for, I worked on a game farm, which although you do spend quite a bit of your time out on your own in your, in your um, your pickup and dealing with feeding the pheasants and the ducks and partridge and all that, um, you do still have quite a big squad of boys there for chatting away to, even though I was the youngest lad there, so. You're the butt of a few jokes, and because you're not, you're not world, worldly wise, you don't even realise you're the butt of some of the jokes, and you're not really sure what's all going on. Anyway, it, uh, the crux of it is that um, they were quite. It's so. It's still sociable. It's still hanging. It's still with people. Insurance firm working for them. Surrounded by people at their desk, you've got your own desk, bank of four, 
remember my, my last desk was Bank 4, but you were in a team of like 12. Great times. Good fun. And then the last one was for a, a helping run a pension scheme for a theatre company down in London here for the last for eight years. So they're all sociable. And then I started doing this. One day I'll get in I'll get in a full again deep dive. How I got here. In fact, I'll be going into that a little bit later because it sort of ties into Margot's question. So, uh, blah blah blah, where was I? Doodly do. All sociable, whereas what I do now, I'm sat in my a makeshift studio up the back of the bedroom on my Todd all day long uh, with no one to talk to. Um, Which is fine because, geez, oh, do I love being my own boss. But you, you, for see, here's an example right now. You lose the ability to talk properly, to string sentences together because you're just not doing it. I'm not doing it. I might, um, I might when I'm making a cup of coffee end up saying something but that's not the that's me talking to myself that's one step from madness although my auntie used to always say um what was it having hairy having hairy palms is the first sign of madness but checking is the second is that right is that what she said or was it does it make more sense that Something like that, anyway. I'm, I'm, um, so the <laughs> goodness me, sorry. I'm doing very, I'm doing a bit of small detailing here at the moment, and it's it's going together well. My God, I'm only going to have been through two, one question by the time I've got the absolute first base down of this. So it's just a, it's just a way for me to talk. To remember how to talk, to do it, to get it out of my system. I never really noticed it before, but I think with lockdown and having, I can't even, I can't even, you can't even go to the pub for a, a chat with some, the locals in, my, in the local boozer, talking about Better Call Saul or whatever. That option's been taken away. So I thought, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a podcast, talk and that way I can talk without the fear of it be um it, well it might still come across of it like madness I don't know but um in my head it feels a bit better than just talking to myself so that was the point of it right we're swinging back to wildlife garden Arctic um There we go. Um, now we swing back to Wildlife Gardening. Winston, my deep dive into why I like him. He is a uh, on the he's 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 in a like a dark, dark place, sort of like a lonely, tragic figure. It's funny, but he's he's a, he's he look. 
now it's been a while since I, I've watched it, but my memory of it is like he lives on his own. He's obviously starting to get older. He loses his fucking leg for crying out loud. But he has to sort of, even though he's got his pals and all that, he still has to deal with that majority of his time on his own dealing with the loss of a leg through... How did he, what, what was it that caused this? Diabetes, smoking, whatever whatever reason he's lost his leg, it's, got, it's not... It doesn't matter the reason, if you lose a leg that's... That's hellish for you. So he's dealing with dealing with that on his own. They're in a harsh um not a harsh part of town. They're that's the area that they live in is they're they're used to that, but it's not ideal. And then the the other bit that just one thing, oh, it's so, it's just, it's heartbreaking. I mean, I'm, I'm an emotional guy anyway, so flipping anything can set me off. The older I get, the, the worse it's getting. But like the, Stevie, the bookie, whenever he's, and he's winning it, and then when he just gets fucked over, oh my god, and you're just, I can't remember if that gets resolved in any way. Um, I sort of vaguely remember he he does a runner and then he tries to come back. Steve, Stevie the Bookie comes back as his brother, but it really is him. But you just—it's just one of those things where he just when you think things are going to go right for him, the rug gets pulled from under your feet, his feet, and you're just oh god. Even though he's not, even though. It may come across as not being particularly nice to his friends and everything. You know fine well that he cares about them. No matter how much abuse and... Um... Ah! Oh, Jesus Christ! I've just made a massive stinking error on this. Oh, idiot. Oh... Well, sorry about that. Now, uh, man alive. How have I managed that? Right, I'm just going to pause this. And I'm going to have to pause this and come back to it because I made such a blasted error. Right, no wait, I'll just get to the end of my Stevie. This is going to be fun for you, this last bit, while I'm... I'm chastising myself, trying to get to the end of the um, Winston bit. But that's it. He, I, I, I really like him. He's funny. Even though we all know if you're Scottish, taking the piss out of your pals is just par for the course. That's what you do. But ultimately, you care for each other. You know fine well that you care for each other. And that's what that's what's there with Winston. He may take the piss relentlessly out of the, uh, um, Jack and Victor and everyone else, but you know that he's, you know that he's a pal, and it's just, you want it to go right for him. Anyway, there we go, that was my deep dive. I'm going to hit pause while I go and fix this. Oh! I'm just, Always save your work. There we go, there's a hint. Right, back in a minute. Um... 
Okay, I'm back. Uh, I think... Bear with me, because this is still all new, but I think... I'll... That'll have gone seamless. I'll have been talking about going for a pause, and I should now be speaking again. With any luck. There we go. What we at now? 28 minutes. Good grief. Um, quicken it up, man. <laughs> um... Where were we? So we're on to the final one, Margot Swift. Now, this um, when I read out this question, it's gonna, it's initially gonna sound like a bit of a brag, and a bit of a, um, well yeah, just a bit of a brag, like I'm bigging myself up. But it's in the question. I can't do anything about that. Uh, she says. How come when you're such a good draftsman, <laughs> oh bless, did it take you so long to set up in business? And also, why Stadia? The first bit from that is, I, before I set this up, and I'm starting to think about it, I looked into, is the plural of stadium, stadia, or stadiums? Because... I didn't want to get it wrong, and it turns out that both are right. Now, opinion might have changed on that since I set this up back in, well, I originally came up with the idea in March 2018, but I'm a stadium, stadiums man, whereas Margot, you're clearly a stadia, but we're both right. Um, which one will we go for first? The we'll go with Stadia. The Stadia question first. Why Stadia? Um, why Stadium? I just love them. I think I. I'm not sure. I have this sort of feeling that it stems from. I'm from Brecon. And so I'm used to the Glebe, and I'm, I'm not taking anything away from the Glebe here. I love the Glebe. I love the the infamy we have because of the hedge. I love its size. I love switching um, switching sides at half time. I love it. It's uh, it's some ground, but I think that is sort of it. It's a ground. It doesn't feel like a stadium. And then when you're watching football as a kid, living in Brecon, and you you see what huge stadiums are, I think there was a part of me was just like, oh, I really wanna, I really wanna go and see one of these. I wanna be, I wanna go to one of them. And then there's things like, did you, so the, I, I think what I'm getting there, what I'm getting at there is that these huge big arenas just had a sense of mystery about them. Plus they're all they always tend to be in much bigger cities. Um yes, some much bigger cities than Brecon. Uh, that phrase right there can set Twitter off no end, I can tell you. Calling Brecon a city. Um But the Oh what have we done there? Don't don't make another mistake, Steve. Um, 
And then... I was in holiday in Rome. And I stayed right outside the... The... Um, the Colosseum. And I was just like, this is... This... I, this isn't the reason I like stadiums. I just, I, I just love the Colosseum because how can you not look at that thing? And I love flying over when, when, whenever we're flying anywhere. And it's my turn to get the, the window seat. That's all I'm looking for when you're flying over a big city, trying to trying to pick them out. Where are they? I just want to go. Um. And there's just so many varieties and different kinds. You've got things like the Glebe and Lynx Park, or now that I'm down here in Enfield, I go to. No, that's a mistake as well. Jeez. So, um, I go to, to watch Enfield Town there at the Queen Elizabeth II Stadium, and it's it's great. So, and then at the other end of the scale, you've got grounds like Wembley, or say the Emirates, where I went to see Scotland Brazil there. And I remember, on the way, I didn't live in London at this time. This was, that was, after that visit, I was like, I'm going to move down here. Um, that game, when we got off the station at Highbury and is. We we sort of were trying to make our way towards where we thought it was. As we were heading there, there was a few Scots guys coming the opposite direction. We were like, oh, where's any idea where the Emirates is? And he's like, aye, just keep going down the road you're on. And then when you see this thing that looks like a fucking spaceship, that's it. And yeah, so we just kept heading down. And yep, this thing that just looks like... It's not so much that it was a spaceship, it's just that it's so utterly incredible compared to what we had up in Scotland. Out of this world. I think that's what he meant by that. But it, I suppose it does in a way, it's like that traditional spaceship look, you know, the flying saucer type thing. Um, that, and then we went to... Uh, the England game at Wembley. Wembley, I, it pains me a wee bit saying it as a Scotsman, but you, you've got to give credit where credit's due. It is incredible. It is. It. No, no wonder the Euros are having. They're having all the semis there and the final. No wonder, because it's. It is out of this world. Well done, them. It, it took them ages to build that, didn't they? But no wonder. They did a job and a half. That still doesn't explain why I like them. It's just that they're... They're just... As far as buildings go, they're just... They're brilliant. And then, well, and then think on the other one. You've got like things like Netherdale. Where you've got... Well, in my mind anyway... An absolute beautiful example of brutalism. Then you've got things like Archibald Leach stands, which again are once again beautiful. Totally different to what Netherdale is. Totally different to um, the Emirates or the new 
um, the new style of stadiums. I always say I'm not that kind of keen on them, but then when you go to them, they are, they are, they are pretty special. Like, um, before, before we went to the Scotland-Brazil game at the Emirates, we were, we had a night out, of, the night before, obviously, we were down, and folk, folk we were chatting to, um, like English guys, that we were chatting to, they were like, oh, it's dead, there's no atmosphere in there, I'm like, no way, man, it was, it was, it was fucking fantastic. Original Ronaldo was there, we managed to, no, I won't say we, we got this, pal, uh, uh, I can't tell you his real nickname, but we got it, is it really a pal? You know, one of them guys you know. Anyway, when you're at the Emirates, it's something like, it, the, the prices are ridiculous, which, now that I live in London, it's they don't seem quite as ridiculous, but at the time, they're absolutely mental. For, the, for a pint and a hot dog. But the fact you can get that in the ground is great. And better than Scotland, obviously. But Jesus Christ, is it expensive? What was it, a tenner? Now, I can't remember. This was this was nine years ago, and I'm sure it was a tenner for a hot dog, which is basically a water balloon. And half as tasty. And a pint for something like a Tenor. But you can have a bevy if you want. You can't take it back to your table. Yeah, table. You can't take it back to your seat, which are all padded in the Emirates. Um, you can't take it back to your seat, but it doesn't matter. But then anyway, Dave, somehow, I'm guessing just because it's a friendly and staff on that, but managed to get a 24-pack of Stella in with him. He stayed for about six minutes and then just went back to the pub, left his, uh, left his crate. Happy days. And then original Ronaldo pops up. We were just, we were just, um, right there behind the, the dugout. To be fair, I only saw him for about four seconds because by the time we managed to get in, he'd done his his wave and his whatever else he did. I don't know because I only saw him as he was leaving. Still saw him. Um, what was I talking about, Marco? Oh yeah, why Stadia? Because I love them, but then also because there is no end to them. There is no end to the amounts of stadiums out there and the fact you can the, the variety of them is incredible the um, the variety is incredible the the, um, the, the, the amount in England alone from the very top of the premiership right down to non-league there's so many non-league grounds and some of them are just the most fantastic places and some of my favourites to draw on so far. But there's just no end. So I thought, well from a from a business sense I was like, well that's you've got an unlimited supply, an unlimited um body of 
body of work, I suppose. Is that right? You know, the the potential is limitless. I mean, it clearly, obviously isn't in the true sense of that word, but it's. It, it, I'll never get round them all. I've done 350 or so, so far. But, um, it, as long as people keep liking them and keep buying them, that, that's, I can, I can keep doing this. Um, I can keep doing this forever. So, it was Stadia because I love them, and Stadia because there's no end to them. And also, it, it also just stemmed from, um, there was just one, like I've always doodled and drawn and things in my spare time, and one day I was just, uh, I was at my computer, did I mention in a previous one how I ended up getting this, um, drawing pad, graphics tablet, I can't remember if I have. I'll need to have a listen back, or if anybody listens to this and has listened to all the other ones, let me all know on Twitter if I've gone into how I've I got this um, uh, graphics tablet. Um, I was just, I just thought I'm going to try and do one. I'm going to try and do a a design of breaking of the Glebe that's simple as alike, but if you were a breaking fan, you would know exactly where it was and that was it that was where it that's where it came from um and then i thought well well the, the thing was because breaking's got the hedge and then i thought well if, if we've got our hedge what does what's the thing that gets what thing do montrose like about links park what do um uh, for for like what's what's unique about um um our broth and uh, gayfield so i just thought well gayfield's known for being the closest stadium in britain to the north sea that's that's true i'm i think i hope it still it must be i mean the sea hits players taking corners so i thought well i wonder if i can do them in the sort of same fashion and it just stemmed and stemmed from there um, and then it, and then it started building up. Oh look, Margot, looks like I'm, I'm sort of heading into your first question. So it just sort of started as a hobby, something to do, something to keep me entertained, while, when I'm not working. Um, so it was just a hobby. It was just, it was just something new. It was never meant to be a, a career. I mean, I liked my, I liked my job working in, theatre. I mean, I didn't work in theatre, but I worked for a th pretty big theatre company in the West End, so that was exciting. I mean, I worked before that. I worked for a an insurance firm in Edinburgh, so going from insurance to the West End was pretty damn exciting. Um, there we go. Is that right? What I've done there? I think so. Um. And then, while I was working there, that was fine. And then, um, up until up until that point, you say you're such a good draftsman, but it was just this is 
it's only got better since doing this. I only, I just I was just doodling. It was just you know just not taking it seriously. I didn't. I've learnt so so much since uh, since doing it properly or getting into it full time. Um, and then I got a bit of an, a, a, an illness which knocked me out of commission for. Well, I didn't think it would be very long, but then it ended up being months, nine months, where I just couldn't, I couldn't get the work. I was in bed. I won't go in. Oh, maybe one day I'll go into it properly, but um, I was completely knocked out. I was just in bed the whole time. So I just kept doing more of these because I could sit with. Um, well, not sit. I could. That's that's the very reason I couldn't work. I couldn't sit. I could lie in bed with the graphics tablet and be working away on working away on these things and I just kept powering through them, doing more and more and more. Get as many as I've done, built up the Twitter following and things like that. And people just kept liking them and at the start people just asked, Oh can, how, how can I how can I buy this? I'm like, buy it? This is totally amazing. People wanna buy it. And then it built up, and then eventually with work, I'm like, the, um, to be fair to my work, the HR department and everything was fantastic. They were great. Other elements for work, not so much. And eventually, I just decided to leave. I thought, I'm making enough money off this now where it's not great. It's certainly not a full-time wage, but I'm in a lucky position with my missus said, she said, do it, go for it. It makes you happy. Part of the part of the reason I was off was, or I didn't realise this until quite far down when after speaking to a doctor, that part of the reason I wasn't healing from my, in, my issue, or certainly wasn't, was it, wasn't helping, was, was stress. Um, and I hadn't really realised that work had been doing that to me. And then when it, and then when it, the, the illness was was getting worse and stuff, I'm like, this is this this isn't going to get better if I if I'm back at work. My work has been the cause of this, essentially. And um, so she was said, don't. I've got your back, follow it, do it, give it a shot, let's see what you've got, let's see if it's, let's see what you can do. So I was very lucky in that, in that respect that even though it doesn't make that much money, she's going, I think it's more of a, I think it's a case of like, well, she, she does love her job, she's a teacher, so she loves teaching. And I think she maybe just wanted a bit of that for me. She's going, you, you love doing them. Just keep doing it. I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't make any money. And she's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. So I've got her to thank. I, I mean, there's no question about that. I've got her to thank for it. Um, So it took so long to set up because it... It was never my intention to do it. It was just, it just, 
it came out of circumstance or um, happen happenstance. Is that a thing? Serendipity. Now I'm just. I don't know what the what it would be. But oh my God, am I happy? Forty-eight minutes. My Jesus Christ. Um. But yeah, it took that length of time because that's just how long it took. And like I say, if I'm if you think I'm a good draftsman now, it's just because of the sheer amount of practice and effort because I do it every day, sometimes seven days a week. Um because it's fun, because I love it. I wanna do it. And when you I guess when you love something you just it doesn't feel like work, and it doesn't feel like work. There are the, they are the odd occasion. Once I've completed design, then I've got... I have to deal with the consequences of having created a new design, which means I have to do all the admin on the back of that, which, bleh, the SEO and all that, bleh, it's bull, boring. But that's okay, I can live with that. Better than the... Um, Better than the uh, admin I was doing previously. So there we go. I hope that answers your question, Margot. Or at least some of it. Um, and there we are. I haven't really thought of a way to bring this to an end. But seeing as we're uh, about to hit 50 minutes, I should bring it to an end. And then I can get back to finishing Wrexham properly. There's, um, I've already made one major mistake, which I've had to, which you know about, I've paused. Although hopefully my editing skills will make that seem like a seamless pause. So there we go. Um, how do you, how do people wrap these things up? Like and subscribe, that's the thing people say. I'm not sure, whatever platform you're on. I don't know how you do it, so you'll have to figure that out. Um, remember, if you if you do have a spare quid or two, please consider joining my Patreon, and you'll be in with a you'll be inputting input into the draw. No, you'll be entered into the draw, the monthly draw, to win a page from my scrapbook, which um, I'm currently updating with watercolors because normally they're well, they are just ink and paper. Um, you could do that, so that would be really nice, and if you could share it, tell people, if you've liked it, give it a five star review, if you don't like it, don't do the opposite of that, please, just write it off, just go, you know what, it wasn't for me, forget about it. Um, what else, what else do podcasters say, stuff like, oh I don't know. Just, don't know, take it easy, take it easy friends, <laughs> there we go, thank you very much, I'll speak to you soon, bye, oh wait, I'm not gone, remember and visit the website, footballstadiumprints.com, and if you do need to get stuff for Christmas, please, please, please get in early, so that you ensure that you get your stuff in plenty of time, so you can get it wrapped, thank you. This is me away now. Thank you very much. Goodbye.